Good morning. Welcome to All Souls. My name is Susan Caldwell, and I am the Director of Religious Education here at All Souls. I've been on the staff since the year 2000. I've been a member of this church since 1995, and I've been a Unitarian Universalist since 1980. This congregation welcomes people of all ages, races, genders, national origins, sexual orientations, and backgrounds. We welcome those of all theological and political persuasions, and we welcome questions about the great issues of life. I would like to extend a special welcome to guests and to those who are worshiping with us for the first time. We are glad you're here. We ask that you please complete one of the white cards in the backs of the pews and either place it in the offering plate or hand it to one of the greeters in the foyer. We want to know that you were here, how you found us, and whether or not you would like to receive our newsletter or additional information. Are there any visitors here who would like to stand and briefly introduce yourselves? You've come on an unusual Sunday in that this is one of our intergenerational services, which we have once every seven to eight weeks. In our religious education classes, we have just come to the end of our pillar on world religions. A pillar is a seven-week period of time devoted to a particular area of religious study, and we have five of them. I encourage you to pick up a pamphlet in the foyer if you'd like to learn more about religious education for children and youth here at our church. We encourage all new visitors to come to several services when discerning if our church is right for you. Our hope is that, like each of us, you will find this a friendly and loving place. We do value the opportunity to learn more about you. The chalice is lit within our souls each time that we pray for vision, long for healing, forgive our enemy, comfort our neighbor, seek the light through many open windows, and prepare for Justice's Day. When I am out in the community, particularly when participating in World Religion Day or other multi-faith activities, you may, you may be seated, thank you. <laughs> I've often heard people who've heard just a little bit about our church and ask, oh, is that the church with all the religions? And I answer, not exactly. We are a religion unto ourselves. Our 11-syllable name represents two movements in the early Christian church, and it is exactly that history, that heritage of Unitarian and Universalist Christians that has led us to embrace the wisdom of all the world's religions. As Unitarians, our forebears believed in the divinity of all humanity, that spark of God within each one of us that ultimately connects us all. Belief in that spark, by whatever name we call it, with or without an idea of God, is embodied in our first principle, the inherent worth and dignity of every person. Our universalist forebears believed in an all-loving God that embraces all souls. That's why it's the name of so many of our churches. It is this tradition that calls us to let the light in through all the windows, that we may see more clearly the threads of the web that connect us, One thread clearly illuminated by all of that light is love, as expressed by so many different religions in what we call the golden rule. Do to others as you would have them do to you, from Christianity. A state that is not pleasing or delightful to me, how could I inflict that on another from Buddhism? Not one of you is a believer until he loves for his brother what he loves for himself from Islam.
Regard your neighbors, gain as your own gain, and your neighbor's loss as your own loss. From Taoism. We affirm and promote the inherent worth and dignity of every person and justice, equity, equity and compassion in human relationship from Unitarian Universalism. And that was Chelsea and Katie and Zach and Josh. Our opening hymn is number 118, This Little Light of Mine. was fantastic. <laughs> you guys sound really good this morning. Thank you, Barbara. I also wanted to introduce the teachers for our second through fifth grade class, Dennis Lauer and Sharon Swanson. Would you guys stand and... and uh, they have had a whole lot of commitment, a whole lot of spirit and innovation in that class, and I have really appreciated their energy. And we are going to have a story for all ages right now.
So all the children and youth, and this is not the animal story yet, although you can bring your animals with you if you want to for company, but just hang on to them because you're going to need them later on. What do you notice about this room that we're in right now? It's big. That's right. What else? It's pretty. Somebody said that. I think so, too. It's what? It means it's everyone just says, um, it's about God. Yeah, a lot of things here are about God. That's right. That's right. And, and this is kind of a, a good place where we can kind of look up and, whoa, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> We're going to open those together. <laughs> Anything else you notice about this room? Is it all closed up? Is it really dark? No. Why isn't it really dark in here? Because it's the morning. That's one reason. And how do we know it's the morning? Because the sun's up. Because the sun's up. And how do we know the sun's up? Because it's morning. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> You're right, Andrew. And we can see it. But are we outside where we can see it? No. How can we see it? Out the windows. Thank you, Rose. (laughs) We can see, and we can see so well because of all these windows. We even have windows in the ceiling. Have you ever looked up and seen those? One time, one of those broke. They had to fix it. They had men that climbed ropes to get up there to fix it. It was exciting. You can see it out your window. Exactly. Now, we're going to try something here. We're going to try and guess what... There's a picture under here. And we're going to try and guess what it is. But first, we're only going to open one window at a time. So, Andrew, do you want to pick one window to open up and look at and see if you can guess? Okay, that's one window. Can you guess now what this whole picture is by just what you see in that window? Take, take a guess. What does it look like? (laughs) I Velcroed this thing down. I I knew we would have some ingenuity here. What do you think it is? It's art. It is art. That's right. And what color is it? It's green. So we know it's green. Can you guys see the window that he opened? He opened this window right here with the sun. Okay, Grayson, you come and open another window. You just pick any one of these windows, but just one. You don't want to? Okay. Somebody else? Zoe? Sure. Pick a window. Okay, she opened the window with the chalice. What do you see now? You see grass? You see anything else in there? little blue thing? Yeah. Can we tell what that little blue thing is? Don't know. What is it? It's a bicycle wheel. So what do we think now? We've got something green and a bicycle wheel. Any ideas? What, Katie? Maybe somebody riding their bike. That's a good guess. 
Lenora? Someone might be riding their bike in the forest. Someone might be riding their bike in the forest. We have a bicycle wheel, and we have green trees. That's very good. Okay, does anybody want to open one more window? So she says something that looks kind of like a bicycle motor and some grass around it. So what do we think? Is it easy to tell what this picture is with just looking through one window? Well, you know, that's, that's kind of the reason why we study all of the different religions. What if we opened up all the windows? Can somebody help me? If we opened all of them at the same time? a little bit easier? What do you see? Yeah, there's an N and a D. Do you see any people? We have two people's faces and a band-aid. So we have two people, a bicycle wheel, a band-aid. What's going on here? What, Katie? Somebody's helping someone who might have fallen on a bicycle. That's a really good... Somebody want to hold this mic a second? Hold this. Right. Once we had all the windows open, it was a little... It's actually a young boy in a wheelchair, and he's helping another boy put a Band-Aid on because he probably did get hurt maybe on a bicycle. But the point is, we see better with all the windows open. And we see even better sometimes when we go outside and go somewhere else to someone else's place of worship and learn from them. And play on the playground with them, yeah. Thank you so much for helping me with this story. And you can go back to your seats now. The middle school class is going to tell you about something that they've been doing. We're a member of the middle school class and their teacher, Bridget Lyman. If you picked up the little packet for kids in the foyer, in there is something with yarn and two little sticks that was started for you. They're going to tell you a little bit about that. Okay, that's called an ojo de Dios, meaning eyes of God. And we made them in our class um, as we talked about world religions. And um, Ojos de Dios, or God's Eyes, are a tradition of the Native Americans of the American Southwest in Mexico. Sometimes large ojos are set out in the fields where squash and other crops are growing. Small ojos are worn in children's hair like barrettes and used in the fall harvest festivals and ceremonies. More than a few have found their way to a Christmas tree in a blending of three religious traditions, the Native American, Christian, and Northern European pagan. The story of the God's eye is that when nothing exists but the Holy One alone and apart, he dreams dreams and could
could take one of his thoughts and tie it up with a dream. He tied it together as high up in the universe as he could reach. Then he reached downward far down into nothingness, fastening it as far down as he could reach. He tied it together with a dream and continued to weave this dream like an ancient wise spider to make a massive, beautiful web. It became a gigantic dream of the universe we now live in. Everything we now know and have and feel was dreamed by this holy one, and this dream weaving was the first Ojo de Dios. Okay, so that packet you got this morning is the beginning of an Ojo de Dios, and if you'd like to finish it now or after church, feel free to do so. Offertory reading from Diani Yiwahu, an honored spiritual leader of the Cherokee tradition, come these words. The happy heart gives away the best. To know how to receive is also an important gift, which cultivates generosity in others and keeps strong the circle of life. Thus, your church community stands ready to help you to develop this important element of character as together we keep the life cycle ever stronger. We, na- we will now accept the gifts of the people. I invite you to sit comfortably in your seat, to put your papers, and if you want your God's eyes down for a moment, to close your eyes and let your body relax into the seat. If your feet reach the floor, let them rest there comfortably and relax your legs. If your feet don't quite reach the floor, just let them hang comfortably off your seat. Let your shoulders relax down from your ears. Sometimes you haven't even realized they've been creeping up that way. If you like, and only if you are comfortable, you may place your hands over your heart. Hold them there and feel the warmth of your heart moving out into your hands as you wish for yourself. May I be filled with loving kindness. May I be happy. May I be well. May I be at peace. Now, as you may move your hands out from your heart just a little as if you were holding that warm love from your heart as a gift to someone close to you. Hold them now in your mind and heart, your parents, your children, your grandparents, your partner, your pet. Wish for those other beings. May you be filled with loving kindness. May you be happy. May you be well. May you be at peace. And now you may move your hands out from your heart a little more and think of the people you see each day, your teachers, your friends, co-workers, the people in line at the cafeteria or the post office. Hold out that gift to them now as you wish for them. May they be filled with loving kindness. May they be happy. May they be well. May they be at peace. 
Finally, hold your hands before you as if the entire world could fit between them. And offer this love, this blessing of loving kindness to all. May all beings be filled with loving kindness. May they be happy. May they be well. May they be at peace. Hold that intention for yourself, for your family, for your friends, for the world as we enter the silence. Listen very quietly to the chime until it makes no more sound at all and then listen just a little longer after that. So we've talked about how love is the doctrine of this church and of so many other religions and how the quest for truth is our sacrament. We look for truth in many different sources. And finally, service is its prayer. We not only see through all of our open windows, we hear the call to service of others from every religious tradition. And the second through fifth grade class is back to tell you about a service project that benefits others around the world. As you know, it's important that our children not only learn about the words in our unison affirmation and in our principles, but that they begin learning how to put them into practice. And this is um, a project that they chose um, on their own to undertake, and they have some information uh, to give you about it. So let's start with Josh. Did you know that... 1.2 billion people across the world live in less than $1 a day. Did you know that more than 800 million people go hungry every day? Did you know that one in two children in the world live in poverty? Did you know that every year 6 million children die before their fifth birthday because they did not have enough food or the right kinds of food to eat. Did you know that here in America that 36 million or one in 10 people are poor? Did you know that that 13 million of these people are children. As our class service project, we decided to raise funds for Heifer International. Heifer International is a nonprofit organization whose goal is whose goal is to help end world hunger and poverty, poverty through self-reliances. One family, one animal at a time. For $500, a community can receive a cow. For $120, they can receive a sheep or a goat. For $60, they can receive a, tri- a trio or rabbit, rabbits or trees. And for $20, they can receive a flock of chickens, ducks, or geese. Every f- <clears throat> Every family and community that receives assistance promises to 
repay their living loan by donating one or more of these of their animals' offspring to another family in need. This practice is called passing on the gift. We are asking you to help us raise funds for Heifer International so we can provide one or more animals to a family in need. Our class has a table set up in the social hall. Please drop by, visit, learn more, and donate. The table that's uh, been referred to is at the end of the hall, and um, uh, this was a, a, good, a good pillar for our kids because they were engaged in looking at uh, not only the different religions but also how those different religions um, uh, had commonality with one another and how all of them included service to each other. And I think uh, that's one of the things that we discussed that with so much war in the world today, uh, why is it that we can't focus on the things that bring us together instead of the things that divide us? And so this project, they considered several projects and decided on Heifer International, which probably a number of you are familiar with. And uh, come drop by, see the pictures, ask the kids why they're here. Thanks. Thank you, Dennis. And the closing hymn is The Questions Stay the Same, which will either be in the pillar songbook that is in the pocket in front of you, or if not, you have a single song sheet.
Our own Theodore Parker once said, The hour's a religion which, like sunshine, goes everywhere. Its temple, all space. Its shrine, the good heart. Its creed, all truth. Its ritual, works of love. Its profession of faith, divine living. Be ours then also a religion which not only spreads the light, but lets in the light from beyond these walls and seeks to see with all the windows open. Go in peace.